0: Hey teachers, I'm Carly Walton. This is the Teach Music Online Podcast, your number one resource for innovative online music teaching. My philosophy and perspective around online teaching is that it is absolutely accessible to all teachers, no matter their age or level of tech abilities. I also believe that keeping things simple to begin with and focusing on the teaching aspect is crucial to maintaining a level of sanity. I've been coaching hundreds of teachers through this transition over the past year. I've received hundreds of emails from teachers who've purchased my course, thanking me for my concise and simple approach to teaching music online. In today's episode, I wanted to do a really special edition where I give you a online teaching 101 version of my course. Really, this includes the nuts and bolts to starting a successful online studio. I'll be sharing with you the ultra simple and easy way to get started. My goal is that after listening to this episode, you'll feel confident and completely capable of running your music studio online because there's No reason why you cannot be successful doing this. I'll be going over the teacher setup and student setup, then how to transition your students online. We'll talk about communication strategies, and then I'll end with some bonus business tips to running your studio. So whether you've never taught a single online lesson before, or you're looking for more clarity on how to improve your lessons, you are going to love this episode. Step number one for teaching online is getting set up. To get set up, you first need a device. Your device could be a computer, desktop computer, a laptop, or it could be an iPad or a smartphone. So you need your device, I, I suggest or I recommend using the best device that's available to you. So if that means you move your desktop computer over next to your piano, do it. Or it might mean using your smartphone for a little, a little while while you get the device you're hoping for. The next thing you need is something to communicate audio with a student. This is a good microphone. It could be a built-in microphone or an external microphone. I'm going to link in the show notes my kit.co page. It's a gear page where I give you links on Amazon to all of the gear that I recommend It makes it really easy for you to click on that link hop over to Amazon and get the gear that you need to improve your setup once you have your sound you need to have something to communicate video most devices have a built-in camera and if you don't have a built-in camera you could purchase a webcam online but you don't need to you usually can start with the camera that's already built into your device Then you need something to stabilize your device next to your keyboard or your instrument if you teach something else. So when I started teaching, I just used a desk. It was a desk from Ikea, really basic. I moved it over next to the piano and I put my laptop on the desk. You could get a stand or a holder for an iPad. And you want to make sure it's pointed at an angle where the student can see, first of all, you. They need to be able to see your face, be able to hear you and see you and and engage with you. So you don't want an angle that's just pointing down at your hands for the whole lesson because you're not going to be able to interact with the student on the same level. You need your instrument. Music materials. I recommend getting digital materials. Carol Matt's interactive method is one that I recommend most. I'll link that in the show notes as well. And then you need software. The software that I recommend is Zoom for obvious reasons. Zoom is leading in this industry as far as online meetings, engaging with students. Another software that is coming out that is really appealing is rockoutloud.live. Rock Out Loud is a software where you create a free account online and you send a link over to your students and they have proven that their audio is is better a lot better than what zoom is providing so i will also link that in the show notes so that you can hop over to rockoutloud.live and try them out test it out see if you like it they do have a lot of the features that they do have a lot of the same features that zoom has and they're always improving it's a software that is created specifically for music educators so totally worth checking out All right, so as soon as you have everything set up, what I suggest is that you do a trial call with a family member or another teacher or a student that wants to hop on a call with you. During this trial call, you need to test your audio. Make sure you go into your audio settings on your device and make sure that your input is all the way up. Sometimes if you plug in a microphone, an external microphone, The default is not always the loudest input. Also, your internal microphone on a computer, the default is not always as loud as you need it to be for online lessons. So so if you're using an Apple computer, you just type in the little magnifying glass in your top right corner, type in sound, and then you you can go into your sound settings and up your input level. So that's one thing that you can test. You'll also wanna test your angle with the student. And Make sure that they can see your hands and see your face. You could also test screen sharing By the way, I have so many tutorials in the membership on how to do all of these things So that would really give you the visual <laughs> I'm doing my best to be really descriptive, but you might need those visuals So you're going to want to confirm your setup with that test call before doing online lessons. I also want to add that your students are going to be very, very patient with you as you figure all of this out. So don't give in to the overwhelm and feel all of this pressure to have a perfect setup because you don't need it. Your students are going to be patient with you as you figure it out and as you improve. Inside my course, I also have tutorials on how to add an overhead webcam using a mic stand. So you can put that over your piano, you can toggle between both camera angles to give your students that overhead view of your piano. Or if you're teaching another instrument, you might want that view of your fingers if you're teaching guitar or violin where they can see the frets. So adding that second camera is crucial as you are improving your setup. Let's talk for a minute about the student's setup. They need basically exactly what you need. They need a device. They need a camera. They need a microphone. They could use headphones. I didn't say that before because I totally think headphones are optional. Some benefits of having headphones are you're going to reduce the chaotic sound that might be in the background. You can also just hit hit the mute option if you're teaching and you have sound going on in the background mute yourself all you want so that you're not getting that distracting noise if a student is wearing headphones they're also going to be able to hear you better while they're playing their instrument so that's a huge plus but I suggest headphones that plug directly into their device versus a Bluetooth headphones just a little tip your student needs a good angle of their instrument so they need to be able to put that iPad iPad or tablet in a holder And angle it above the keyboard so you can see their fingerings you need to be able to see what they're playing for scales and if they can just get it to the side of the piano and a little bit higher than the piano they will be able to clear you will be able to clearly see them inside my membership I've created a video that you can send to your students so this is a student setup tutorial. I've made it for you so you can skip the headache and hassle of re-explaining to every single student how to get the right setup. As you're enrolling new students, you need to be able to know how to do this. So I've created this as a, a really easy way for you to get students on board, in your studio so head over into the membership if you're a member and grab that student setup video you can use that link and send it out to all of your students so that they can get set up really easily let's talk about high-speed Internet High-speed internet is so important when you're teaching online. You have to be able to have a connection that allows for quality video and audio. If you don't know what your high-speed internet connection is right now, you can go to a website called speedtest.net. I will also link that and test your internet. You need to have at least 15, a speed of at least 15 upload and download. If you have that, you should be fine. Anything less than that, you may have some freezing or pausing or pixelated video. You can work around it, but I would suggest talking to your internet provider and upgrading your internet. Let's say you live in an area where you cannot upgrade your internet. Maybe you're in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) Some of us are, and maybe your provider doesn't offer that kind of an upgrade one thing you could do is use an app called Marco Polo and do walkie-talkie online lessons. You send videos back and forth to each other and because it's using your internet connection data, you're not necessarily streaming a live feed which takes more bandwidth. So you record a video and it sends over immediately. So that's that's a workaround a lot of teachers are using. You could also not do live lessons and just send videos back and forth through WhatsApp, or Marco Polo. Okay, so the key point in, ha- in with getting set up online is to be flexible. You don't need all of the gadgets and the gear and the fancy headphones to get started. You can get started tonight with your phone. Even if you didn't have a smartphone, you could call your student and do an audio lesson. Now, what I do is I coach teachers on how to improve their setup once they get going. But I honestly feel that as soon as you get started, your confidence grows and you'll add, you'll naturally add what you need to next versus doing it backwards and ordering everything and then being overwhelmed with all the tech. Don't do that. Get started. And then as soon as you feel like you need that overhead webcam, that's when you can purchase that equipment. Let's talk about video calling software one more time. I do wanna mention that there are a lot of softwares that teachers are using, and I get a lot of questions about these. FaceTime, Google Hangouts, Google Duo, WhatsApp, and Messenger. Okay, I would highly recommend that you choose just one, and you make that a, a requirement in your studio especially if you have 20, 25 plus students, you do not want to be switching video calling platforms. That is so exhausting and so unnecessary. The reason why I recommend Zoom most is because they have the waiting room feature where you have them in this place where they're not in your lesson. So you could be teaching another student and you have another student on deck. They're in the waiting room and you can see them there. And then you admit them Into your lesson when it's their lesson time that way you can keep your meeting up for the entire eight hours that you're teaching and you just have students enter and leave enter and leave that way you're not trying to reconnect with every single student to figure out how to do that I have a video inside the membership the one meeting room or one video calling room link that you can learn how to do really really easily so that's in there If you need to use FaceTime as a backup, I use it all the time if I can't get connected on Zoom. Sometimes they're at someone else's home or at a a relative's home and I say, okay, well you don't have Zoom installed, let's do a FaceTime call and I can manage for the week. Okay, so step number one was get set up. Step number two is choose your video calling software. I recommended Zoom. Step number three is transition your students online. If you've been putting off this move to going online, it is so crucial that you get your students online as soon as possible. This will save you and your studio financially. If you don't go online, it is possible that those previous students or potential future students are going to find another teacher. So here are a couple pointers for transitioning online. Send an email announcement. You're going online, it's what you're doing, you're excited about it and everyone is coming with you. Do not make it optional, be short and to the point, attach the student setup checklist to your email so that they can see what they need for getting set up. A lot of them say no because they don't know what online lessons look like. So that's the perfect point where you would insert this video I've created in the membership, is insert that in there so that they can see and here, an explanation of what the setup looks like. Send a follow-up text or email to every single student and their parent. Schedule times for your students. And give them confidence in what you are offering in your online studio. Step number four. Okay, you've gotten set up. You've transitioned online. You're ready to go. You need to maintain amazing communication with students and their parents. Here are some communication tips. You aren't seeing the parent or student every week like you're used to, right? So you're used to seeing them. Maybe they come to pick you, pick up the student every week and you visit with them. Side note, I've actually had some teachers mention that this is a benefit of being online is that they don't get distracted or get stuck in conversations with parents who come to pick them up and you're going, okay, okay, nice to see you too. You know, I gotta get back to this lesson. You can just hang up. You don't even need to have those conversations anymore. I know a lot of us like those, but sometimes it's hard because we wanna get back to our schedule and we don't want to have a delay in teaching, right? So here are a few simple tips to get you started with communicating. The first one is send a studio email with your online teaching plan. Because online teaching might be new for you, it would be a great idea to send out a really fun email with your philosophy around teaching, your setup, talk about how you're going to continue to be engaging in your online lessons. By the way, have you taken my engagement course yet on how to engage your students online in the membership? You need to take that. Let your parents know how you plan to be engaging. Let them know that you're planning a recital or a group class, or you have some really exciting method books that you're incorporating. When you get them excited, they're not only going to be on board with you, but they're going to help their student get excited, and they'll likely refer you to other students, to other potential students, right? The next thing, number two, is to do a monthly progress report to give those students' parents an update. This does not need to be long or comprehensive or pages and pages, It doesn't all it needs to be is a couple of things about how the student is doing and maybe a tip or two on how the parent can help that's it and that's going to show the parent that you're involved that you're taking notes that you're thinking about the student and it it makes such a difference the third way to maintain communication is to use social media share positive news share videos share photos share lesson demos share screenshots of you teaching All of those are going to increase awareness around your studio and the parents, even though you're not seeing them every week, if they're following you on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, they can see that you are working hard and they can get the behind the scenes look into your studio and that's an amazing way for them to feel confident in you again. Okay, so I'm just about to hop into three bonus business tips, but let's review really quickly. So first, get set up keep it simple grab my video on student setup to send to your potential students the second one is to choose your video calling software and i'll add wisely choose one that allows you to screen share do group calls zoom or rockoutloud.live which will be linked in the comments are my top recommendations step number three transition your students online Something really quickly that needs to be mentioned that I forgot to mention is if you are already online, you may have had some students that didn't transition with you initially. Will you reach out to them and offer a free trial lesson? This trial lesson, it's not even a trial lesson if they've already taken from you. It's a follow-up lesson or a free catch-up lesson. You're going to visit with them for 10 minutes, give them some new songs to work on, show them that online lessons prove to them that online lessons are amazing. That's going to open up some new doors for you to continue working with them even if they said no during COVID. So do not write those students off. No, no, no. Those are your best clients. They've, they have already know you. You just need to show them you can teach online and really they might have just been super overwhelmed in when COVID hit, March, April, May. So they said no because they didn't have the brain power to figure it out. But they do now and they know how to be online and they'll likely transition with you. Step number four was maintain good communication with students and their parents. Emails, progress report, and social media. Okay, so This was super concise, but I want to talk quickly about some bonus business tips that are going to give you a little bit better of a handle on managing an online business. Because remember, you're a business owner. You're not a friend or a teacher down the street or someone who you've you've just been teaching for 25, 30 years. You're still a business owner and you need to manage your business that way in a professional manner. Tip number one is to set up enrollment documents online. First of all, your policy should be simple and concise and available for them to see on your website. You can create a registration form using Google Forms. Amazingly simple. It's a form they can fill out. It's attached to a spreadsheet on your back end where you can see all of their information And then along with all of this, setting up enrollment documents, you can create a welcome email template. So a template is something you create that you can customize for individuals or for individual projects. So if you have a template ready to go, whenever you have an inquiry or a new registration, you have this email all ready to go. Tip number two for bonus business tips is use Stripe or PayPal for payment processing. Online payment processors will simplify the process of invoicing and receiving payments online. You can create what's called a subscribe button and send that over when they register and it's so easy. All they do is subscribe to you through their PayPal or Stripe and that will automate their monthly payments. So every month on the first of the month, they pay you $130 or $95, whatever it is you charge. So they don't even have to think about it. You don't have to chase those payments anymore. Another really amazing tool is called FONS. I'll link that in the show notes. Fonds allows you to automate the system, schedule students. You can bill for one-off lessons and it's all done seamlessly. I really, really love FONS. So if you're looking for a new way to manage everyone, especially if you have a huge studio or multiple teachers, I highly recommend FONS. I'll link it in the show notes. Tip number three is plan your studio calendar in advance. Look at your year of teaching. If that goes from September through May or maybe it's year-round, I want you to plan dates. Plan your recital right now. Plan a piano party, a piano pajama party on a Saturday. Plan it now. So this way, you can add your calendar to your studio policy or your registration form so that they can see that when they sign up with lesson for lessons with you. You also want this calendar to reduce stress and anxiety. You are giving your students an opportunity to block out dates for recitals. You're not having to tell them when your vacation is the the week before. You just don't want to do that. So plan out all of your vacation time, spring break, holiday break, summer break, whatever that is in advance doesn't take much time, and then you just don't have to think about it. Events give your students something to look forward to and work towards. They give you students, your students something to be excited about. So announcing them at the beginning of the year helps you work towards something, even when you're teaching online. Planning lesson dates also helps with calculating yearly tuition. This is going to help you know if you need to charge less one month, Not something I recommend. I recommend the same amount monthly every single month, no matter how many lessons are in that month. Okay, this was a lightning speed, ultra quick dive into online teaching. I hope that if this is your first introduction to online teaching, if you're still feeling a little bit anxious or overwhelmed, that... You, you can do this. I know you can. I want you to know that I've seen teachers transition online and I have been blown away by their commitment to their students and this desire that they have to share their passion with the world. When your focus is first on the success of your students, you'll find that everything else will just fall into place. You are amazing. You have this skill. To be able to play piano, there are so... You know, if I had a dime for every adult that told me they wish they wouldn't have quit lessons, right? Don't you know so many people that say that? You have the skill that millions of people wish they had. And you can give that to your students. So don't forget that when it gets overwhelming, you only need to be a couple of steps in front of these students. You don't need to know everything. So I always like to to share that because I think... When we view these webinars or large companies or groups that are that are saying you need this and you need that and you need to look like this or use these materials, I don't believe that. I think you need a passion for teaching and you need an instrument. That's about it. So don't forget that when it gets a little overwhelming. That's all you need. I would love to invite you to take my signature Teach Music online course. This course is taking you step by step in a concise manner how to teach online. And I previously sold the course for 497. It's now available exclusively inside the Teach Music Online membership. You can access it today. To learn more, go to teachmusic.online or click the link in the show notes. We would love to have you in this community of teachers. I just had a teacher reach out to me yesterday and she said, she told me, she said, Carly, I had no idea that the value of your membership was in the community. So not only is this course here where you get all the tutorials you need, but you get access to teachers where you can post and search for questions that have been asked in the past and go attend our coaching sessions with other teachers, hear their insight. There is so much power in gathering teachers with expertise from all kinds of experiences and fields and background and degrees. It's just so powerful. And that is what we are creating in the membership. It is not just me. It is a combination of, of amazing teachers from around the world. We would love to have you. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to the podcast, new episodes every single Monday Head over to iTunes and leave me a review so that more teachers can find us and learn how to teach online. Thank you so much for listening. As always, have an amazing week and happy teaching.